Welcome to the Room 102 podcast, a podcast filmed in Champaign, Illinois, for students at Franklin Steam Academy, but really they're for any middle school science te- science student sorry, that wants to learn science during a long break from school. I'm Mr. Rostin. We're in a long break from school, so let's learn some science. We've been talking about the differences between endo and exothermic processes this week. Thermic means heat, endo and exo mean in and out. Today we're going to be talking about things that give out heat, um, and it's actually going to be related to our lab for this week as well. Examples of things that are exothermic processes. Let's go through some reactions first. Uh, An exothermic process would be burning something. So anytime something burns, that is an exothermic reaction. Um, It's giving off heat. It's giving off energy. It's typically giving off sound energy as well because you can hear things crackling. All those things, the sound, um, the heat, and the light that you can see when you burn something, all of that is a result of the chemical bonds that are being rearranged. The chemical bonds rearranged in such a way that the chemicals have, that they need less energy than they started with, so they give some of the energy to the atmosphere. And that's something we call uh, an exothermic process. Uh, the second example would be um, a chemical reaction that you might have heard of called elephant's toothpaste. If you've ever watched an elephant's toothpaste demonstration, it's when a foam is created from hydrogen peroxide. Uh, it turns out um, this is an endo- exothermic, sorry, exothermic reaction, and you know that it's exothermic because if you look at the foam very carefully, you'll see steam coming off of it. That's actually water vapor that's being evaporated from the process because it creates a little bit of heat. And then the gas that's inside the foam, you can actually light that on fire, and these, you can get these little small pockets of fire inside the foam if you throw a match into it. It won't, like, gush up or anything, but it'll like create these little tiny little explosions that you can see. And it does that because the gas inside also can go through like a burning uh, exothermic reaction. Finally, something that we know is exothermic because we get energy from it is cellular respiration. What's cellular respiration? Well, that's um, food being broken down into energy. When you eat food, you get energy out of it, and you can turn that energy into movement of your body. You can turn that energy into your body warming itself up, so you can stay at 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Those are all things that are exothermic processes. You know that you're getting energy out of it because you have more energy coming out than when you had going in with the food that was just kind of sitting there. Um, because even if you have food that you've heated up yourself, you can still eat cold food that you haven't given any heat to, and it'll still give off heat. Another example of an exothermic process is, um, when, uh, water was freezing on those oranges that we talked about. Remember we said that if there's a frost coming and oranges are going to get cold, you can put water on them. And then the water droplets outside the orange will freeze and that heats up the orange inside from the reference frame of the orange. That's an exothermic process. Um, because from the reference frame of the water droplets, those are losing energy. There was a giving out energy. So that is exothermic. So ice melting, looking at it from the ice's standpoint, uh, ice melting is actually an exothermic process. It gives off energy. And that's one, that's an example of an exothermic process. It's not actually a chemical change. Okay, a little bit of a shorter set of examples this week because, uh, today because we want to go over our lab. Here's your lab for this week. I would like you to um, try to examine and research and observe an exothermic process. Um, And I want it to be an exothermic uh, process in your home. You can have an exothermic reaction or you can have an exothermic 
process. And let me tell you, like a, a non-reactive, like a physical change uh, as opposed to a chemical change. Let me tell you the two ways that you can do that. If you have any hot and cold packs in your home, anything that like can turn in heat, uh, like heat packs, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to examine those. I'd like you to look at the box, read the contents, read the directions, uh, use it if you can. You know, um, if it's one of those where you have to like break a small piece, uh, break that piece or um, look at the ingredients list. You can even watch some YouTube videos. And with parental permission, you can even break it open and look at what's inside. But only if, you're, if you have your parents' permission. You can do that. So if you have any hot cold packs in your home, I'd like you to examine those and see how they work and then do some YouTube research um, and just tell me how those, um, how those get created, uh, how they work, what kind of chemicals they have and why they have those chemicals in there. Um, if you don't have any hot cold packs in your home, then what I'd like you to do is at least examine, not take apart. Obviously you don't want to do that, but, uh, I want you to examine your family's furnace. It's heating unit. Uh, you either have a radiator or a furnace. I'd like you to examine it, ask your parents where it is, look at it, see how it works. Then if you can find some YouTube videos to show you how a furnace actually works, I'd love for you to watch those uh, and kind of get an idea of what it does to actually heat up your home. And that's it. Um, if you want, if your furnace isn't running right now, you can always look at your air, air conditioner as well. Um, the air conditioner is more of an endothermic process. It's taking energy away. So that's not exothermic. So I don't want you to get too confused. But if you don't have access to a, a hot and cold pack or a furnace, you could always look at your air conditioner. But just know that an air conditioner is an exothermic, I'm sorry, an endothermic process. That is everything that I have for you today. So it's time for your joke. Again, we're doing physics jokes this week because endo and exothermic processes are a, are a physics concept as well as a chemistry concept. Here's your joke. Why does a burger have less energy than a steak? It's because the burger is in a ground state. <laughs> Get it? Ground state because it's ground beef. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it's a highbrow joke. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening and we'll see you for Thursday.